0: I think what's really hard is when you feel like you're just working and working hard at a whole bunch of things, but you're spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. I mean, as women, we take care of everyone and we have so much to do. Now, if you're a woman who has a full schedule and would love some time for herself, but feel it just isn't possible due to some crazy situation you have going on, this episode is for you. Now, I have a crazy schedule. I work, I homeschool full-time, I'm a mom of five. I mean, I'm already starting in a deficit just with the number of kids I have, not to mention all of the other people who need me and talk to me on a constant basis. But guess what? Regardless of all of that, I still find time for myself because that I don't mess with, it's the way I survive. And you know what you can do? You can get on the same situation that I have just by doing a couple steps and diagnosing how you're spending your time and how to spend it better. Now if that sounds something that you're interested in to get more organized and have more time for yourself, then keep listening. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks Podcast, the place where we are empowering women not only to grow but to thrive. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, and I'm a licensed educator of 20 years. I'm a mom of five and a big sister in the community. We post here about two times a week, and we do it all based on topics related to mindful modern living by the sunnah. And that's kind of special to me because there is not a lot of information out there where they are merging the two. They're usually living in separate spaces. Now, you'll hear all kinds of info on love, relationships, Internal Development, Organization Hacks, Guidance on Parenting, Sunnah Style, and Homeschooling as I'm a Homeschooler, and much more. So every week I give a shout out to a sister. I just want to shine a little light on. And this week I wanted to do it for a a sister that's been posting my parenting content on her IG story and just sharing it with a bunch of women. I just wanted to give big hugs and kisses to Coffee with Kamel. I just wanted to say thank you so much, sis, for reposting my content on your IG stories and just kind of caring enough about other sisters who are struggling with parenting and just to want to make a difference in their lives as well. And if you know me and you've been with me regularly, on my podcast you know I'm trying to build a village I don't know about you guys I talk about it a lot I'm kind of geeky passionate that I just feel like women just hate on other women all the time and it's something that always bothered me and when I came into a good fold of women in Islam It was when I saw that it was it could be totally different. It didn't have to be like that. It didn't have to be competitive and edgy and nasty. And and we could just actually uplift one another and actually care about one another's well-being. So the reason I like to shout out sisters is just to say thank you to women who are just trying to take the type of stuff that I'm putting out there on bringing us together and positive living and trying to uplift another sister just by doing something as simple as taking content and clicking it up in an IG story. So thanks again, sis. If you would like to be featured on my podcast Just share either an IG post, a podcast, or maybe a YouTube clip or anything else I put out that you think others should know about or would benefit from because we're just trying to build a village here and we're constantly looking out for one another. Okay, right before we get into today's content, I just want to remind everybody to just don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already because you're going to get notified first whenever we put out a podcast. And even if you leave a review, it tells other women to come and that you're benefiting from stuff here because you know what, guys? There's just so many spaces out there. And it's really hard when you're kind of like cruising through the internet to know and you kind of have to make a split-second decision on, hey, should I waste my time on this content or not? And I really want other women to know that this is a place where they can get answers to a lot of their concerns and when you leave those reviews it really helps another sister inshallah ta'ala he will take the reward from all of the ways that they grow from your review and that suggestion so jazakallah here if you've already put one and if you feel inspired do one today okay so today's content i'm gonna put out there in three phases and i'm gonna call them mindset shift taking stock and consciously reclaiming our time so I'm gonna break those down for you and how you can kind of get your time back if you feel like you're kind of like crushed for time always feel like you're trying to do everything you never get through your to-do list it's just killing you and by the way I just wanted to say I have another podcast where I actually share like the breakdown of my um the breakdown of my actual uh, planner and how i plan my actual day from like step by step and that is called holding it all together i'll link that podcast below i actually in the middle of putting up a youtube channel as we, um youtube uh vlog on that as we speak i did some filming this weekend there was an internet thing the internet was down so that slowed me down and putting it up but i'm in the middle of putting that up inshallah ta'ala. and so um look out for that as well i'll probably link that below but for today we're going to talk about like okay so you just want to understand like how could you just have more time it's not even just about being organized it's about like the stress of it all like i need time to myself it could be that you're just a young woman out there who's going to college or working or you could be a mom who who who's working and has to take care of kids or just stays home and takes care of kids it really doesn't matter, guys. As women, we are human beings. We need time to ourselves. We need a break. And it's just totally normal. You do not have to feel guilty that you don't want to look at your kids 24 hours a day. It's not because you don't love them. You just need some time to yourself. I know for me, when I'm stuck with my kids for too many days, especially like if it's like crazy weather or something like that, I can go out of my mind. And it's not because I don't love my kids. My kids are probably like, after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, Rasul and things like that, my most favorite people, to be with, Allahu I'm, 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 not even just saying that. They really, really are. If you raise your kids well, they are your joy. Like you feel happy around your kids. But if you're, if you're finding it hard, it is, it is torture to be around your old children because their behavior it just becomes a source of stress and not enjoyment at all. So by the way, I also have a podcast. I think the same sister, Coffee with Kamel. She was, um. Uh, referring to it it's like I'll link it below I did like a part one part two and then I have like a parenting guide for just like how to get the foundation laid guys there's no reason to be stressed out about raising your kids and I explained some like modern approaches with the sunnah that's like that's what I do so you'll find that in there and like some like five critical secrets of great parenting so I'll put that also linked down below inshallah ta'ala. So getting that time back is critical. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty. Today I'm gonna walk you through how you could do that easily inshallah ta'ala. But it does take like anything else, a matter of us taking the time, taking the reflection to actually just go and do it. I could tell you 10,000 steps. It doesn't really matter if you don't actually implement them. This is the same for me included. Like this, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere if I didn't actually do stuff that i that i saw beneficial. So we have to actually do. We can't just listen, but i love when people actually take action and they start to like implement the stuff, tell me their success stories. It just it, it blows my mind because i know we can do it. We just have to kind of like force ourselves all right, so before we dive into kind of like the heart of it, which what I'd say is the taking stock part, we have to just consider the, the mindset shift. And what I want to tell you about this podcast, because I don't want anybody walking away feeling slighted, is, um, you know, some people think that they're going to hear some earth shattering information when it comes to making certain changes in their life, like some huge information that's going to tell them some massive thing they need to do and change in their life. But what I'm going to tell you is the painful lesson I've learned after years of trying to improve upon myself and I'm still doing that like we all should be right until until we die but it's the small things that matter it's the small shifts in the way we see things in the way we think in the way we speak it is the smallest things that create sometimes the biggest impact so some of the stuff I'm going to mention today might seem like slight shifts but they are things that can just catapult you in the right direction. So, inshallah ta'ala, Allah make it easy. But this is what has created huge change for me. So, I'm just kind of sharing what it is that has worked for me and so many other women that I have shared this with. So, the first part is the mindset shift. Yeah, like I mentioned before, the way we think is the way we feel. Then turns into action, and this is something also little you know he he would speak about in terms of like how we are addressing things you know gratitude ingratitude there's a whole slew of mental positivity or negativity that could you know greatly impact how we live our lives daily so Doing this, what I like to call mindless grind, the same thing day in and day out, and then wondering why we're feeling so horrible and why we haven't fixed things in our life. And we're not really ever taking a look at what we're doing and how it's working for us or working against us. And that's why I had posted that IG post with Albert Einstein uh, just yesterday where, I mean, this, this quote is probably circulated the internet like a thousand times. I never get tired of it. And that's what I mentioned in the the quote because it is so, it speaks to the human condition. And it's that quote that says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And that's the thing, like, don't we do that every day as parents, as, as wives, as, as, you know, daughters, as employees, as students, like, we just do the same thing, and we're like, oh, why isn't my life getting better, like, we're just, I don't know, we're just silly, I don't know what that is about us, but yeah, I, um, you know, I mentioned that, you know, and that's why I was trying to put out so much stuff on parenting, and I made the free guide, I have a, a free, um, little mini guide on how to deal with toddler tantrums. Like I'm, I'm putting it in written form to help you guys too. And I put one of the the parenting guides below in the show notes so you can check it out because that's the one that Coffee with Camilla, the sister that was sharing my information, was sharing it on. So I put that below too. Yeah, we got to start shifting and doing different moves, guys, to find the peace and the time that we want. So the first thing is changing your mind, putting your mind in a better place, opening up and addressing, like, like being open to the fact that you're going to look at your stuff you're gonna like take the skeletons out the class and actually address where your time wasting is and um, but in general there's some rules of thumbs and kind of like how to figure out where you're losing time so we can get it back now when I say get it back obviously you can't get back something you've already lost but you can get it back in terms of if this is your daily routine there's no reason that that broken routine has to keep happening we can make slight shifts in it. Right. And let me just say some exceptions. Like I say all this stuff with like the caveat of, you know, there are exceptions to the rule for people who are going through difficult or extreme situations in their life. And this happens to all of us. Like, for example, new moms. If you're a mom who just had a baby and you're wondering why you're not like super time efficient, you know, take it easy on yourself. And even if you're not like there's a new mom or maybe your mom who had one baby, but then you had like another baby. And you know, for some reason we think that that's going to be easier, like having the second baby, but that's not the case, right moms? It's like you finally get in a routine with one, you know, like when they sleep and when they eat. So you could finally go and do something for yourself or take a nap yourself. And then you have another child who decides to have a totally different sleeping pattern, eat totally different foods, be more difficult, be more easy, whatever it is. And you have to figure it out. Do your rhythm all over again. But it's okay. But these are definitely times of transition. Same thing as if you're actually moving. Like you saw me for a couple of weeks. I was just moving and it was just the craziest thing. And I had to, it was really hard at one point because I'm actually pretty efficient. And I had to talk to myself and say, it's okay. It's okay. It's only temporary and you're not doing it intentionally, but you're doing the best you can. And I had to just talk myself like that. And then I said, like, all right, and I just put it to the side because there was one particular day where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just not organized the way I'm used to be. And it, it was hard for me to function on a daily basis when I'm used to doing things so much better, but I had to be easy in that time of transition. Sometimes there's also people who are just overworked because they have a temporary situation. They have to work multiple jobs and you know certain things are not going to work in terms of suggestions for them with that particular um, temporary situation so people like that that are going through those things I just wanted to say be forgiving to yourself and it's okay but you know for the majority of us we do waste time but you know I just want to say there are these exceptions sometimes for these life situations So today I thought it would be fun if I just give you like a possible example of just a common way that we might not be taking stock of how some things we're doing are affecting us, throwing off our schedule, making us have no time, and then we're like, oh my gosh, why do I never have any time? So I thought I'd just give like a real-life example that a typical woman might experience. Um, And, you know, let's just see how it goes. So we might be, for example, spending our energy on things that are like we we like to tend to do things that are fun or easy for us and kind of um, avoid not do so much things that we don't really care to do so for example um i might like to i'm just going to give like a hypothetical example it could be true but i'm just saying like in terms of giving example for lifetime and wasting of time is uh, like, let's pretend I liked to do this. I like to reach out to you guys and do podcasts. So I spend my time doing podcasts and I try to avoid, even if it's unconsciously, my arch nemesis folding laundry. Now, I have nothing against laundry. I love clean clothes. I love the smell of clean clothes. But folding laundry is not my jam. Like some people, it might be power to you. Like you like to fold laundry. Everybody has their thing, right? But what we can all agree on is that somebody or all of us have something that you like to do. You're more inclined to do. You find it easy. And other things, you're just like, nope, I could do that tomorrow. And you're not so interested. But let me just tell you something. When I'm more, when I'm busier... You know, I I do avoid it more and I had to be honest with myself and when I was taking stock that, yeah, I do avoid it more and that kind of is why my time gets messed up because sometimes, you know, um, when I don't fold everything and everything's not where it belongs, then everything's all mixed up and nobody can find anything. And it doesn't just affect my life, it affects everyone in the house's life, right? I mean, am I alone, moms? Any other moms experience that, right? So, but in the end, you know, the truth is it's a choice it's a choice that we're not doing the right one, right? Like to manage this or that. And we could totally control that and take it back. Now I can't tell you how much time or energy I wasted looking for items that were mixed in with other items. You know, you could have like children going out of control while you're just trying to find that one other child's lost sock so you could get out the door to your dental appointment, you know? And then it's not just that. It's like your children don't want to wait around while you figure out where your own clothes are right because i tend to dress myself last if you're a mom and you have multiple children you get everybody dressed and you dress yourself last right? sometimes we're like just glad we have clothes on at all right you dress yourself last and as you do that and everyone else is squeaky clean you always have to have a child that's decided to take all their clothes off again i don't want to wear that jacket i'm hot And you're another child that's like trying to like scale the counter and find the peanut butter and rub it all over their beautifully clean shirt that they were ready to just go out the door. So that all happened because my stuff wasn't organized. And back in the day when I didn't take stock of that, I didn't pay attention to how much that one decision to avoid that thing I didn't feel like doing was affecting not just me everyone else in the house and was throwing off schedule and making us waste time. And so that micro problem was an issue that I finally had to address and I did. But you know, things like that in our life these micro problems could be an issue in the way that we work. It could it could creep into our jobs, how we manage our money, right? Like maybe we we oh I'm so broke, I never have any money, but I keep finding myself into that cafe every morning to buy that overpriced coffee that I just really need to have, or I keep eating out at this place like three to four times a week that I probably really shouldn't, but I'm kind of wasting all my money there. You know, same thing happens in our relationships. We're not taking stock of what we're doing to people you know, not saying to people, like whatever it is. After all, we're all gifted with the same amount of time. Some people are efficient and some people are a disorganization disaster. Why is that? I mean, it all boils down to choice and how we choose to use our time. But it doesn't have to be that hard. So instead, let's take a look at how we can take better stock of our time, turn things around. We have the choice. So let's exercise it. Let's talk about taking stock of our time and changing starting today. Okay, so we're moving into the last part of this podcast where we are just thinking about taking stock of our time and just kind of how to take our time back. I thought we'd have a little bit fun by asking ourselves maybe, which one of these people are you? Kind of like a little game, like which person are you? I'm going to use some, sometimes I'll use some corny yet kind of cute or affectionate names, but think about which one of these categories in all honesty that you might fall into in terms of wasting your time, because we have to identify what's causing the problem so we can actually address the problem. So are you possibly negative Nafisa? Just like the negative thought thing, it's, it's really, really a serious thing. And I didn't really realize it till I got older and how, like when I wake up in the morning and I just sit up and I'm like oh I can't do this anymore and just that one statement set my tone for the day and it made it really really hard and it made my day horrible and I thought I had no control over that but I totally do if you also check out my podcast how to wake up at 4 30 even though you don't want to um, I talk about how to kind of shake that stuff off get yourself up get yourself out of bed get your day going and make it positive even if you feel like there's no way it's gonna be positive. It's it's totally possible, guys. So yeah, being being totally negative, having that internal dialogue will totally affect us because I mentioned the way we think is the way we feel and the way we feel totally affects how we act. So I, I do a whole podcast, like I said, on el- eliminating negative feelings. I'll link that below, but getting to the root of not just where we're messing up with our time, but why. It's it, it could be a deeper issue, guys. I mean, if it's yes, and it is a deeper issue, you have some really negative stuff you need to address. Obviously, I can't get into all that on a short podcast, but at least you are getting to a pulse, like your pulse as to what's causing this time loss, and now you can actually address it and correct it. And that brings me to my next part of negative Nafisa, which is I mentioned how our emotions directly affect our actions. So addressing what we're experiencing internally is another big one. We have to stop ignoring our horrible feelings and allowing them to demotivate us. They're just crushing us, guys. So maybe you're not negative Nafisa. Maybe, like, that's not your thing. Maybe you're FOMO Fatima, right? And um, that's that whole uh, trend of like feeling like you're just gonna be left out of fun and you're gonna miss out on something, right? Um, so this is nonsense. I'm just gonna be totally honest. I'm actually really excited that they made like a a kooky little term for it, FOMO, because it's actually the trick of Shaton. It's a tool of shaitan. And Rasulullah Sallallahu used to warn us about this, This the fact that, um, you know, shaitan will make you feel like if you don't, you'll miss out on this fun. And even if that fun is haram, he just makes you want it because he makes you feel like you'll miss some type of enjoyment in the dunya. And you always do it at the expense of your akhirah. So I want you to ask yourself, are you falling into that trap that has been set up for you by shaitan with this whole FOMO attitude that you could be having, right? And so maybe... Um, You know, that's not you maybe you're the procrastinator i'm sorry there's no peas in arabic guys so i can only do peas so much so putting things off for like no good reason other than just you can do you realize that that one move could actually be a catalyst for your sadness in islam we're encouraged to use our time wisely and wasting time means our time will have no barakah it's also like i said that domino effect that we spoke about before so be really careful with wasting time and it not having any barakah did you ever have that time was running, running and running. And you're like, what happened with the day? And it could be because our time just does not have better go. And the last type of person you might be and this was me a long time ago. And I had to break out of it because it was honestly the cause of my issue and um, causing me a lot of pain in my life. And so it was the people pleaser when we're constantly saying yes to everyone who needs our help people pleasers the people that tell everybody yes i'll help you yes i'll help you but they exert all of their time and energy in doing things for other people and then leave their own personal tasks to the side and then they're caught scrambling and just trying to get them done and that becomes in itself the time waster so we never go for the sunnah and leave the farḍ. we never go for that extra points with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thing and leave the um, actual obligations of the far so that's something that, that it took me a while with the balance I didn't want to hurt people's feelings I felt like they really needed me things like that you just really have to find that balance but please know that that is a time waster and you have to be careful because we could be putting the sunnah before the far okay so moving into the last phase phase 3 which was reclaiming our time now I did talk about this a bit in um, my how to hold it all together podcast so I'm not going to go super in depth I'll just link that and you can go back and see how I go step by step I'll also link the youtube video that we'll be releasing later on today and how i actually break out and show you the visuals of all of my scheduling and how i make sure i maximize my time and still have time for myself and do all the ibadah and amazing super mommy career woman whatever it is homeschooling mommy stuff that i do um so at the end of the day um putting our life back in order is first shifting our mind second taking stock it's the same thing actually guys um with business i learned this from my parents because my parents are business owners it's like if you just never know what inventory is flying in or off your shelves then it's really hard to know how you're losing money or making money i also learned this from a very important network called the food network anybody else watch? (laughs) i don't actually have cable anymore but when i used to have cable i used to watch the food network and i remember there was a particular chef and he would go on and he would go into all the businesses and be like do you know your numbers? Tell me if you know your numbers and like where are you losing money? Where are you getting money? And it was always the um the owners that didn't know their numbers. They didn't take stock of the way they spent their time, of the way they managed their employees, of the way they purchased items for their business. The ones who didn't take stock and didn't know the numbers were the ones that were crushing, just falling apart. And he would say, like, that is the root of your problem. You do not have a pulse on what you're doing day to day. And that's the same thing I'm actually just implementing here. And this is from Islam you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to do that. And there's a reason, guys. There's a benefit, right? So once you have all that, you got to put things in order. So you put the sunnah stuff first. If you ever go back and just go into that podcast and you'll hear every single thing drawn out. I don't want to be redundant here, but putting the sunnah first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring that barakah back in your life. And then you're going to actually carve out time for yourself in your schedule. And you're going to carve out things in order of priority. It's all about mindful positioning and blocking out of time. I'm a time blocker. I don't do exact time. Some people need exact time. It depends on where you are in your life and your time management. And there are two different kind of approaches you can have. But inshallah to you're going to see that I think that podcast and that or that YouTube video, whichever one you choose to watch will be highly beneficial. I'm also going to link anything else that I refer to in my show notes below. And I just want to say thank you guys for just being such amazing women to talk to and to connect with. i totally Talk to a lot of you via ig and dming and stuff like that and it's just like a complete honor may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us to find more time for ourselves and I will talk to you in the next one assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wabarakatuh